Welcome to the Ivy Church podcast. For more podcasts and information about Ivy Church, go to ivychurch.org. We love playing the game Jenga in our house. You know, the one with the brick pieces that you first build into a steady tower. We build it up carefully, making sure each piece is straight and in line. And then one by one, we work together to see how long it will remain upright before one of us takes the wrong block and the whole thing comes crashing down. And then we start again and we rebuild the tower and it continues. Now, you might not play Jenga, but I'm sure that you know of other games that are similar or you've built Lego before with kids because it's always all about having the right bricks in the right place for it to work. So why am I talking about Jenga? Well, you'll know if you've been following us as a church here at Ivy, that we are in our year of rebuilding and in a series looking at the book of Nehemiah. And as we're gonna see in today's talk, in order to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem, all the bricks needed to be in place. But for that, Nehemiah needed some willing bricklayers who would need to work in partnership for this to happen. So far in Nehemiah, we've seen that God always keeps his promises. We've seen that through Nehemiah's persistence in prayer and faith in God, he trusted that God wanted Jerusalem's walls rebuilt. Now, Nehemiah knew this wasn't going to be easy. He knew it was going to take effort and it would be hard. And most likely some others around him would say, nope, not interested. Yet he went ahead anyway. But he wasn't alone because he couldn't do it single-handedly. Because Nehemiah had built a team around him. He had a bunch of people who got the vision, who felt what God felt and were willing to play their part in seeing that vision of the wall being rebuilt. We're going to read now from chapter 3. We're going to look at verses 1 to 8. Then Eliashib, the high priest, arose with his brothers, the priests, and built the sheep gate. They consecrated it and hung its doors. Now the sons of Hesaniah built the fish gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and bars. And next to them, Merimoth, the son of Uriah, the sons of Hakoz, made repairs. And next to him, Meshalim, the son of Bariachiah, the son of Meshabel, made repairs. And Jediah, the son of Pasiah, and Meshalim, the son of Besediah, repaired the old gate. They laid its beams and hung its doors with its bolts and its bars. And next to him, Hananiah, one of the perfumers, made repairs. And they restored Jerusalem as far as the broad wall. And there were more gates built, as we read on, repaired by different people all the way back to the Sheep Gate. Now, chapter three is one of those chapters that you might just skim over because it's one of those that reads as a list of names and can be a bit tricky to read through. Yet for us, it is so important that we know why the names were listed. One, because our names are important to God and so he makes sure they're recorded. And two, we get to see just who was with Nehemiah and his team, if you like. Why? Because everyone who Nehemiah had got together were people who all felt what God felt. They were going to rebuild God's address. And if you read the list of names, you'll see that these people weren't professional builders. They weren't tradespeople with skills in building. They weren't stonemasons. No expert builders are listed. No, they were ordinary people from different backgrounds with different experience and different skills who had heard from God, who heard his heart and said yes to him. So got stuck in and God used their skills to rebuild his city. 
There wasn't a professional person on the list, yet they were all united in God's work. And as we carry on reading, we see a whole town who gets stuck in. We see individuals, we see those working in pairs, we see two different regions working together. We see a family building together. We see whole tribes coming together and every class of person is involved. Servants, guards, goldsmiths, even perfume makers, despite probably never having done such physical and manual work, yet it was all hands on deck. And why is that important for us to know? Well, welcome to church, because that's like church, isn't it? None of us are professional church builders. We are ordinary people who are doing life and we listen to God, we're obedient to him and we feel what he feels. We want to rebuild God's church because it's not our church we're rebuilding, it's his. In the book of Corinthians, when the Apostle Paul is speaking to the church in Corinth, he writes, just as a human body is one, Though it has many parts that together form one body, so too is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all immersed and mingled into one single body. And no matter our status, whether we are Jews or non-Jews, oppressed or free, we are all privileged to drink deeply of the same Holy Spirit. Because we are the body of Christ. And you see, when we work together, more can happen. Different skills are used by God. We get to have more fun. We get to worship and praise God together. And we get to learn new things. It's like our friend J. John says, none of us have got it together, but together we've got it. And together they had it. There was a purpose and a focus for Nehemiah's team that was incredible and edifying as they built this wall together. It gave them motivation, it gave them joy. They were working as a team. It was a group of people who got the vision and understood that the rebuilding of the wall was about rebuilding God's city, ultimately helping to rededicate people back to God. They gave of themselves because they got it. Something stirred inside of them that was like, I want in on this. I want to play my part. And therefore, it didn't become a chore or a burden. It was something that became life-giving. They were on a mission together. And as we read through the chapter, there's one important phrase that's used repeatedly. In fact, it's used 15 to 20 times. And it is, next to him was and after him was. These guys are working right next to each other and working with one another just as we read in the book of Romans. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. Everyone knew their part and why they were doing it. I imagine that when they set out on this mission, they'll have said something like, we're doing this together because we feel what God feels. We're rebuilding his city to help bring people back to God just like our mission statement here at Ivy. We want to rebuild God's church on a foundation of Jesus Christ. We want his church to be a place where people find safety, a place where people experience true love for the first time, a place of refuge, a place where people can find freedom again, a place where people can find healing, a place of hope, a place of light into our communities that reflects the love of Jesus. And we've seen this happen in our own church communities through the events we put on over Christmas, for example, and seeing it happen through smaller gatherings, people meeting in their homes and reaching their local community. But we want to see more. We have such an opportunity as a church to step out into our community, to see communities changed and for people to wonder how we've done it and for them to see then 
that we've done it because we obeyed God's calling on our lives to build his church, for them to see that we've done it with God's help, but we all have a part to play in this. You see, this team, they had an agreement to all play their part in rebuilding the wall. And that is for us too. Not just leave the rebuilding to the leaders or the staff team or the elders of the church, but for us all to get involved. Because if we're not getting involved and playing our part, then not everything gets done. It's like that game of Jenga. If either the tower isn't built right to begin with, or when you take away a crucial brick, then it becomes unstable and wobbly and any gaps make it vulnerable. Imagine if in rebuilding the wall, some of the team weren't really all in and they left some gaps, then the whole structure would have become unstable and compromised. And we don't want this church, God's church, to become compromised. We want to rebuild it to have a solid structure. But to do that, we all need to be playing our part, our own individual parts, praying for our church, praying for our leaders, our young people, serving in some way in different ministry areas, on host teams, kids and youth, prayer ministry, serving our older generations, worship, tech, planting micro churches to see our own communities changed as we are in relationship with others. The Bible tells us in the book of 1 Peter that Jesus is the living stone and that we as believers who know Jesus and who build our lives on his foundation are living stones. All Jesus asks of us is that we give of ourselves, that we're willing to be involved and help to build his church without any gaps. Maybe you're unsure of your gifting and what God is calling you to do with your life. Maybe you don't think you have anything to offer. And if that is you, then remember Hananiah. You see, he was a perfumer by trade, and yet he was still willing to get in there. He was still willing to get his hands dirty and, and help do his part by repairing part of the wall. And if a perfumer can build a wall, then you can help build this church. Or you might be listening to this thinking, well, I, I hear you, Louise, but I'm too busy to help and serve right now. Well, then I'd say you're a normal person doing life like the rest of us. And I'd also say that when you play your part, you'll definitely be blessed. Or maybe your new normal is filling your Sundays with other things because habits and rhythms have changed during 2021. So Sunday morning gatherings don't fit. Well, please make sure you stay connected. But one way might be to invite others around later on on a Sunday or during the week to listen to the talk and pray together. Or maybe you can commit to either joining a grow group if you're not in one, or if you are, being at your grow group each week. Because Nehemiah didn't rebuild the walls of Jerusalem alone. He did it with his team. I read a quote that said, to accomplish God's purpose, we need a common vision, dedicated leaders and willing workers to do their part. We want God's church to rise, don't we? We want to see his kingdom advance on this earth and in playing our own individual parts, then we together will build an incredible testimony to Jesus. So I want to give us an opportunity to respond to this. How are you gonna help rebuild God's house? What's stopping you from being involved? Don't let comparison get in the way. Don't let that rob you of the joy you can have from serving. What part are you gonna play? There's someone I've been chatting to recently at church who said she saw a gap in a rotor and so she stepped in and she filled it. What gaps can you see? What gaps need filling? Because we are all responsible for building God's church. We might not know what that's going to look like, but that's okay because he absolutely does. And all he asks is that we come with openness, with willing hearts, with an attitude of being all in 
and in us fully trusting that he knows what's to come. And that is exciting. We read, don't we? See, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? And we get to be part of that. So where can you serve? Where can you help build this church brick by brick? There are so many opportunities. So I want you to take the time now to grab a pen and a piece of card or paper and ask him where it is he wants you to play your part and to write that down. Ask him to stir inside of you a place he's calling you into. How are you going to play your part in rebuilding his house? And let us know what he's putting on your heart, where it is you're going to play your part. Then make sure you go and speak to someone about that. Tell us where that's going to be. If you're watching online, then email us at info at ivychurch.org. Or if you're in the room, give that card to one of the hosts or team here in the room because we want to hear from you. Let me just pray for us. Thank you, God, that you are the all-knowing, the all-seeing God. Thank you that you know how you want to use us to rebuild your kingdom here on earth. Thank you that you have given each and every one of us gifts that we get to use to serve you and your house. I pray now, Father, that you'll be stirring our hearts, that you'll be speaking into each one of us and showing us what that looks like and that we will be obedient to you and your call. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more podcasts, go to ivychurch.org media.